Hello. Hello. And welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's a podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, it's not just you. It is also me. So I'm sat here and Luna Luna Chicken Boona is cuddled right in next to me, which is very sweet. Um, Let's hope she doesn't, I don't know, start yelping, barking, um, put her head on the keyboard and disrupt this session. But um, exciting news. Well, actually, let's continue with um, a thing that I had in mind and one that had been with well, a title was requested by listener Chris. He's a christener. <laughs> christener the listener, Chris. Well, his name isn't christener, but I'm christening him christener because he's a listener called Chris. Um, so it is um, good that Luna is here because she has reminded me that there is oh, something about dogs that you may or may not know. So you will know that if you have dogs and you have a natural lawn, which is not a euphemism, um, you will get stains on the grass where the dogs weed. So you'll either get yellowing grass or you might just get a patch where no, where nothing ever grows. Um, And that's par for the course. And I saw something on Twitter. There is an account, I think he's called the Autistic Gardener, And he said he's so upset by the proliferation of plastic grass that he is happy to give free advice to anybody who is considering using plastic grass and and offering them alternatives. Because you can do things like um, sow wildflowers or put down clover, all sorts of things. You don't have to, you know, the choice isn't grass or plastic grass. And uh, as he rightly says, If you put down plastic grass, you get no fucking biodiversity, as evidenced by a place near me where they have plastic grass out the front and metal butterflies pinned to their house. And it just makes you want to kick down their composite brick wall. Um, But (laughs) you probably can't get, I think you can get a composite brick wall. It looks like bricks, but I don't think it is brick. And it is soul destroying to walk past this house because you just go, why? Why even? You know what I mean? They're like, oh, wow. You know, it's a tiny patch of grass. I don't want a mower for a tiny patch of grass. Well, why not get some grass that you don't have to mow? That is not plastic and doesn't kill wildlife. Um, I digress. Anyway, somebody had replied to him saying, I've got dogs. They ruin my lawn. And I said, like knackered grass comes with the territory of owning dogs that like to mark their territory and who cares this is the thing who actually cares and the garden did offer some different um, ideas and thoughts and lots of top tips um but ultimately dogs will ruin a lawn unless i mean you can train them i think to go in other people's gardens but we just part with having a ruined lawn because we've got two dogs. So that's one thing that we all know comes with the territory. They'll ruin your garden. Um, Also, most dogs will leave um, hair everywhere. We've got dogs that don't go through a molt. So I didn't realise there's a difference, I think, between a molt and shedding. 
So some dogs, I think, a couple of times a year, just drop all their hair. <laughs> they just drop the lot. Uh, one of our friends has got a dog, which is a poodle cross, Labradoodle. And when they bought it, they were told, oh, no, no, this dog won't molt. But we looked after it for a couple of days and it left what looked like pubic hairs all over our kitchen floor um, because the dog's fur is like pubic hair. Um, but our dogs have got flat coats, smooth coats. They're smooth coated. Um, you'll see lots of evidence of them on my social media. And because they're smooth coated, they do shed tiny, fine, little ginger hairs everywhere. And sometimes I find them in my bra. I mean, I don't know how else to tell you this because they're not hairs that are coming off my chest. But when you have got smooth coated dogs and we don't let them go on the beds, they don't go upstairs, um, but their little hairs get everywhere. Because, you know, even if you were the most um, focused of housewives or house husbands, you're not going to get all the hair up. And so, yeah, it ends up in the washing machine and therefore in our clothes and sometimes in my bra. Because the other day I was thinking, God, something is really itchy. And I took my bra off. <laughs> and there it was. A couple of little ginger hairs right in the fabric. Um, apart from that, dog hairs in my bra, uh, I went to another place where you, there was something to do with dogs that I wasn't expecting. I went to look at an office that I can work out of a few days a week locally and because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being at home and I need to do some recordings in the next couple of weeks. And I thought, let me go somewhere that's got guaranteed good internet connection and there are no kids in it that are popping home from sixth form. Uh, there are no kids in it that are off school sick, which is what I've got going on at the moment. And there are no dogs that are going to bark. And when I got there, there were dogs, but they don't bark. <laughs> They've got office dogs. Some of the people that work there bring in their dogs. And I was greeted by a lovely black retriever. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing next week. I'm going to spend two days in an office. It's, it's technically a barn conversion. <laughs> so it's so nice. I'm so excited. And it's got the heating on all the time. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, what do I hope for you? I hope you don't find anything in your bra that has no business to be there. Thank you for being here for the podcast. If you enjoy it, do give it a share. In the meantime, I'll be back with you tomorrow.